Welcome to a new show. Uh, me and my buddy Len, known each other for fucking decades, decided to put together, and it's called the Gen X Guys. And I think Gen X itself should pretty much explain what age range we fall into. Or the gray does it as well, you know, both of us. That is true. For those who are listening on podcasts, we both have beards. You can see the age in that, but we also have video. And so that's uh, something we're going to be doing is putting our video channel along with uh, the podcast on a weekly basis. Yeah. Yep. Yeah, and then, go ahead, Len. Introduce yourself to the crowd. Like I said, I'm, as JD said, my name's Len. Um, I, yeah, we've known each other since, what, fourth grade. And now we're 51. Somebody's about to turn 52 in, a, in another two months or so. Um, so he is, so JD is the older one out of us by six whole months. Um, all right, dude, you don't have to keep that pointing that out. Jesus. It's not that different. Yes, it is. It's, it's still really relevant. six months. Okay. It's just six months. Even at 50 is still relevant. It's still relevant. <laughs> okay. Um, at this point in our lives, over 50 years now. It doesn't matter. Got it. Okay. Hey, your wife still says that, you know, she's the youngest one out of us and she's 11 months younger than you. So that is true. It is true. That is true. Um, yeah, we've known each other. We went to elementary school together. We uh, went to a different high school our freshman year, but then we first day back of the sophomore year of high school, we saw each other in the office. And unfortunately for one of us, you know, it's we've been friends ever since, or close yeah. friends, best friends ever since. Yeah, yeah. You, you guys college. can figure out who you think the unfortunate soul is, but yeah, I think yeah, you people will be able to figure that out after a while. <laughs> We'll just leave that as it is. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, what we'll do here in the show is like on a weekly basis, from a Gen X point of view, we'll give whether it's just sports take, and you'll have us most likely bleed into, oh, this is what happened in the past. It's kind of funny because I know a lot of people will say that when I was young, oh, this is how we did in the past. So we find a humorous that we're kind of doing a podcast on that as well. Yeah. We think it'll bring some fun, exciting topics for everyone. And I really hope people enjoy it and just listen and you know make sure you uh save and uh uh save the show and make sure to follow us every week when we come out. But yeah, this week uh just wanted to do our intro, right? New show and chat it up and just get people to know us. Um and kind of go from there. So let's let's you know talk about kind of let, let's focus this week for this week's show. We'll focus more on sports. That's cool. something you and I have Generally followed our whole life in yeah. a passionate way. Um, Sometimes too passionate, but yeah. yeah. Break I mean, other people's houses. That's me. Yeah. That is true. You that did. True. Oh, yeah. guest walked by. Yeah. And uh, he's, our, he's our featured guest for this week. Yeah. Our featured guest just walked by. And it's always good with video. You get background shots. Um, right. You know, especially because we're not like in some professional studio or whatever. No. Yeah. It's literally at home. Yep, yep. So, um, but yeah, for sports, you know, the next week we're obviously we're so just so people know we're recording this on a Saturday. This and NBA season will start next week. Yeah, sure. It's exciting for a lot of people. Uh, for me, as being a lifetime Laker fan, it's always fun. Len, what what are your teams again, or who's your wait, team? Wait, 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 wait. Let's also say where were you born? Just curious. I don't think that's relevant to the I conversation. Very relevant and always has been. By the I way, think- he was born in San Francisco, and somehow he is an L.A. fan. No, no, and no, no, and I know the background, but if you want to tell everybody what your background is, 
why you like the Lakers. Go ahead. Well, yeah. Well, of course, it's it's pretty obvious, I think. But obvious. when I played basketball as a kid, I enjoyed How watching. Obvious? How was it obvious? What, what's so obvious about it? <laughs> okay. What? I'm just saying it's obvious when I tell a story. Okay. It makes sense. It makes sense. It'll be obvious then. No one would have any clue heading into this. But it I was a bit... sitting down. It also helps. By the way, he's six four. Or I, I think you say now six three and a half because you're shrinking. Yeah, I'm shrinking. Yeah, and yeah. Once you hit fifty, you start to lose a little bit. That's true. That's true. Um, but no, I'm a Laker fan. Have been my whole life. I was a Kareem Abdul-Jabbar diehard fan. When I started really seeing basketball and wanting to play it, he was a mainstay in basketball. I loved watching him. He was with the Lakers. It was huge. And so that developed my relationship with the Lakers. Then Magic got picked up and drafted out of Michigan State. I became a big <laughs> fan of his. What's that? What's that? Something in my throat. Sorry. Go ahead. Got it. So I became a big fan of the Lakers, and I have been ever since. And just so happens, you know, they're one of the best dynasties and organizations yeah, ever yeah. in the history of basketball. Just, yeah, randomly. They're actually the greatest organization in the history of basketball. So what's your team, Len? Like, I'm glad you jumped on mine, but let's, let's talk about your sadness story. Right. I, have a, I have a real connection. So I was born in Cleveland, Ohio. When did you I move again? When, when did you move? When I was three. But I okay. Thought- so how many people remember anything when they were three or younger? Yeah. Nobody. Nobody. I don't remember anything from three months Blind ago. Blind allegiance. Continue. Sorry. Sorry. Blind allegiance. You're right, because I have a connection with it. I'm from Cleveland. My brother also follows sports, so it was just one of the connections I still have with Cleveland. So I actually have a real connection, not some. I have a connection. I visit LA. I probably visited LA as much as you lived in Cleveland. No. Yeah. You visited LA for three total years. Probably. My whole life. Cleveland when I was younger. Anyway, yeah. So I am a Cavs fan. Yeah. Let's talk about your football teams too. You know, real quick, let's just throw football in there just so people know too. Okay. And and this will be fun because. I am also a Browns fan, unfortunately. Which right, which I, which I, version I, of that? Which version of the Browns are we talking about here? The real version, the one that the Baltimore NFL Baltimore know, the one that the NFL NFL doesn't know what they're talking about. Got it. I forgot you are anyway. more story on the NFL than the NFL is. You're right. So yeah, if you go back to the history books, it doesn't have a three year gap or anything like that. But that's fine. No, no, no. You know more, right? I do. Anyway, continue on. Continue with your story. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt and send you off. The 49ers are my one beacon. So I did grow up more with the 49ers. So to be honest, um, you know, growing up as a Gen Xer in the 80s and even into the 90s, being in California, I rarely got to see a Browns game. So I did follow them, um, of course, like when they were on TV or playoff time when they actually used to go in the playoffs, you know, during the 80s. Um, that's why you should actually be able to watch them. But so I will say in my life, I have seen way more 49er games, but ever since Sunday ticket came out back in, you know, what was it? 2000 or so. Um, or I think probably out, out before that, but, um, I've been getting Sunday ticket and now on YouTube, uh, ever since then to be able to watch them. So every Sunday we watch, the nice thing is, is that usually the Browns are, cause we're West coast. So Browns are the 10 AM game. And then I can watch 49ers on one usually. That's right, pretty, pretty normal. Yeah. Nice, very yeah. cool. Well, who are you? Well, for well, hold on. Before we oh, jump no, into no, my no. teams, no, 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 I have a question for you. Before we jump into my teams, because you're just gonna go crazy. Obviously, to your point, the Niners you've seen a lot more in your life. You've actually yeah. been with them a lot more in the sense of 
Whether they're attending games. So I'm curious, how are they your 1B team when they're the only team that's gotten you five titles that you've seen in your life for football? You're right, because that's what really makes you a fan of a team is that they're winning and doing well. I, I, I forgot. Yeah. Yeah. Now, why don't you also explain okay. outside of San Francisco? Fine. Fine. You, you, you didn't even let me see who my team is. Who are your teams that you have? Who, who are they again? So who's your who's your football teams? I like how you know you. I, as Len said, I was born in San Francisco, so I have been and always will be a San Francisco Niner fan since the beginning. Okay, and who else? And then, interestingly enough, it's a funny story. Yeah. It's not yeah, really funny. It's, maybe it's a funny story. Who knows? I also like the hated rivals, the Dallas Cowboys. Now, let's explain that because you know. Yeah, you, yeah. Let me. Let me. I'll you, get but to. You've been to Dallas as often as you've been to LA, right? Not quite. Not at all. No, no fairness. I've been to Dallas one time. one time with you when we went there for a week, and that okay. was it for work at the for time. Work. For Sony PlayStation, for that matter. Yeah. Um, By the way, yeah, one background thing for us: we've professionally we've worked at the same company three times. Yes. Yeah. Yes, three times. Well, three so I, corporate corporate businesses. Yeah. 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 Corporate yeah. style. Yeah. yeah. We worked plenty of times when we were younger too, and other places yeah. were at the mall and stuff like that. So. Did you ever Which, work at Sorry, I'm just, I'm just totally excited. I did. I did with you, dude. We, we worked at the same time. I couldn't remember if we worked at the same time. No, you came after me. I did come after you. Yeah. We both kind of quit after like two weeks. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. He, was a hor- okay. he was a horrible owner who would never put you on the clock, but want you to stay for hours in case he needed you. Yeah. I remember yeah. I quit after I realized that my paycheck purely went towards food. Yeah. For those who don't know what Farrell's is, I mean, you, you can look it up, but Farrell's is an ice cream parlor restaurant. And back in the, well, definitely 70s and 80s. And it lasted till late 90s, yeah. I think, maybe early 2000, at least in the It did, because we went there for uh, my middle son's birthday. Yeah. And he was born in 2000. So it was a fantastic place. Early on, the big ice cream bar that they would have these giant ice cream desserts and whatnot that you could get. That was like a big, and I'm sure other places have similar today in other locations, but it it was a lot of fun. They also, every time someone's birthday would go on, they'd play a hey, siren, boom, bam, the uh, drum. What was, the drum. what was that from? Oh, Ziggy Piggy is from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. That's what, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah anyway. That's what they call Napoleon, a Ziggy Piggy, because yeah. he ate it all. Um, Thank you. But yeah, he the, the Ferrell's was a great place to go to. It was a lot of fun. Eventually, over time, when you get older, it's not as cool, but it was kids. It's, it's a fun time. Right. Yeah, a little cool. arcade. Yeah, they had a little arcade that you could play at. But to the cowboy yeah, point, we'd be there for like six hours, like be there for six hours, but he would only have his clock in when he actually needed us. Right. Only when yeah. there's a big rush. Yeah, exactly. Pretty much. Yeah. yeah. Totally illegal, but we had no idea back then. <laughs> no, no. We just were again, happy to have a job ish, but not yeah. get paid. But then, yeah, like I said, you'd have lunch there and it was a, like a 10% discount on it, but you'd eat there and you realize that, you know, that. Five six dollar burger that you had was pretty much half your pay. Yes, but the real benefit, at least from my perspective at the time, okay. was the arcade. No, not the ice cream. I didn't actually eat much of the ice cream there. Yeah, but same. the the arcade itself, because we were able to trip it to we could play for free the whole time, and so we would just spend the whole time in the arcade. Now we um, can do this. We'll come back to that because, like, video games is something that uh, JD and I have played since. You know, Atari twenty six hundred. Well, yeah. I don't. I mean, we'll, we'll go over that. That, but that's a whole another conversation. So we can have a conversation about arcade, um, home systems, PC. 
you know, yep. those are totally the evolution separate. of gaming itself, right? From it's what we've seen. That. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot. So so we can go on a lot, but let's try and get back right, on topic. Yeah, let's get back, sorry, yeah, I, let's I, get back I, on topic here. Our topic any. was, again, sports. And the Dallas Cowboys. Let's go back to that one. Yeah, yeah. So the Dallas Cowboys. So interestingly enough, back in the late 70s, uh, my cousin, who's a diehard Cowboy fan and only a Cowboy fan, when I'd go to his house in the summer or, you know, during, I don't know, birthdays or whatever, during the fall, during football season, yeah. he'd uh, have me watch the games with him and, at the time, the thing the Cowboys did under Tom Landry, which I always found cool and kind of got me you know, so fascinated by the team. Not only did the colors are awesome, they just seem to mix well. Mm-hmm. Um, but the offensive line would every time as they go get set would then pop up and reset again. It was like their traditional move every time yeah. when they'd get set. Uh, so it got me really interested. I started to follow the Cowboys and was liked watching Roger Staubach and those guys. Why yeah. is it that my brother... Uh-huh can have me like a team or can't have me like a team from the city that I was born in, but your cousin can make you like, help you like a team that neither one of you have any actual connection to. Fair I mean, I'm just curious why, what yeah. the difference is between those. Yeah. That's a fair question. Because I like my cousin. You don't like your brother. Shit. That's a good point. Yeah. So that's, no, that's... I, I love my brother, but yeah, stop I, it. I do love him. I know you love him. He just drives you crazy. He so, as some siblings could, specifically uh, your brother. So, um, but anyway, so it's a fair point. Hey, it's a fair point. You're not wrong. I like how you said specifically my brother. Yeah, your oldest brother only. Um, we will not name names, but my oldest I, brother is older, but we won't say his name. No, Got we it. won't say his name. He knows who he is. Um, and if he listens to the show, I'm we're we're just having yeah, fun. We don't need that one viewer. <laughs> that one viewer or listener. Um, so. Again, that was my allegiance to the Cowboys. And so, needless to say, it's been a tough road in the sense that when the Cowboys and Niners face each other, I will always pick the Niners. Right on, uh, right on. I've never doubted that. But I will say there was one point that I did want the Cowboys to beat the Niners. And that was because my pure emotional dedication to Joe Montana and the first NFC title game, the Niners and Cowboys faced three years in a row. I remember that. Steve Young was in. Montana was available. They went with Steve Young. They lost a game that they should have won. Should have won. If Steve, if uh, Montana was in. And they didn't. And they blew a chance to go to a Super Bowl and win another one because they didn't want to change it up. And eventually Montana got traded to Kansas City. But I think they didn't want to hurt him. Or they didn't want to hurt him so they can trade him. Personally. Maybe. I also think it's an emotional thing. They'd already made the move for themselves. And yeah. so fundamentally, they just didn't feel like they should go back, even though he was the greatest quarterback in the Niner organization ever. Um, oh. Which we could spend another show talking about what determines who's the greatest, because there's so many shows you hear out there where people always talk about who the greatest is. And yeah, yeah. honestly, I have a different opinion on that. But anyway, so we yeah. kind of threw yeah, that so out. You know, since we're talking sports real quick, baseball teams, I like the San Francisco Giants and the New York Yankees. So, wait, 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 wait. Just, just to clarify, somebody's saying about, let's see, Lakers? First off, again, San Francisco okay. Giants oh, are, are my one. I don't have a 1A, 1B crap like you did. One is the San Francisco Giants. Two is the Yankees. Fair enough. All right. So, go on. You're you're trying to make yeah. some comment. No, 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 no. The comment is, is let's see, outside of the teams that – or from where you're from, which is either your allegiance to a team is usually because of, or a majority of people, their allegiance is they're from 
they're the, from your area, right? Or, area, your, or, or a family connection. Like my sons, I unfortunately made the Browns fans. Or there's a third option. I, basically, I, I look at I look at making my kids Browns fans for the most part. Child abuse. It right? is. So I totally that. agree. Yeah. And that's it. So unlike where he stopped there, the third option is you could enjoy you can find a player that you really like a lot. And that's happening today. Actually, a lot of teams uh, fans are now based on players than they are just teams. But for me, it was more about, there were players on the Yankees that I enjoyed. Like I mentioned with Kareem, Kareem fit for me. Kareem fit for me. I wasn't going to like the warriors. Warriors, Let it go. At the time that you, you did that. (laughs) Who had the most championships in the three major leagues? Just, just curious. When you did that in 1980, 1982, who had the most – actually, yeah, who had the most championships? In sure the Yankees did. In their given sport. I'm pretty sure the Yankees did. They, yeah. The Lakers did at that time. No, they did not. The no, they did no, not. They did. It was the Celtics. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, pull it together. If you're going to try and bash me for saying I'm just a front runner. What about the Cowboys? What about the Cowboys? Cowboys okay. only had two titles. Two Cowboys two only had two titles at the time. Two out of three. And, how many, and who, had the number, who had the second most titles in the NBA? Yeah, it's the Lakers. But those were the only two teams that really mattered in the NBA as it was. That was also the only two teams they really tried to promote. Hell, even today, they would love a Lakers-Celtics final right now. Yeah. So that hasn't changed. Anyway, so Yankees. So there we go. Okay, but today, I think, again, going to the Gen X thing, though, today's a different story because Stahlback, all these players, like Montana leaving the 49ers was a huge deal back then. Not just because of of that, but you didn't see – players leave until they were washed up and Montana wasn't washed up at that time. I, I understood young was younger and we can go into that at a later time, but you didn't see players leave, especially franchise players leave teams that, that much, especially right. when they were close to the prime. Like the whole thing, like with Deion Sanders, when he did that, that was the beginning of free agency, you know, players moving around at the prime. Right. That was actually that window where, you had that free agency, but you didn't really have a salary cap. Yeah, well, there was definitely no salary cap at the time. Yeah. And, and so Niners could afford to bring in every player that oh, they wanted to. And that, that was fantastic. Um, and now they always talk about, well, with the cap, they never would have been able to do it. I disagree. I think they would have found a way. You can always find a way. Right. It's just a matter of how hard you want to look. Like, yeah. look at the Warriors. $100 million luxury tax like a couple years ago or something like that. Maintain yeah. their core and then add some players in. And the benefit is, yeah, they're willing to pay for it. But the benefit is they're also getting brand recognition globally. I mean, Steph Curry obviously is a global face, but think about, and it's funny if if anybody watches games today, you'll see certain teams fan base really travels well, or you see they have a huge following in different cities. Warriors right now, because of their history and Steph Curry and just the four titles they won have that sort of, following the lakers always have that following because it's just the lakers it's not true for the celtics though celtics stay within boston you do not see a mass following of celtic fans existing outside of boston that would go to like a laker game per se um and then for football the niners it's funny almost every game the niners play seems like a home game even in cleveland it was what probably and i was shocked by this there were a lot of Niner fans who took uh, up a lot of space in the Cleveland Browns stadium yeah. for a team that has a diehard fan base. They basically gave up a lot of those tickets 
for money, which makes sense. Why not if you can? But I think there's an assumption though that the the oh, that the Forty Nineers are going to destroy the Browns, especially since we had an XFL player as, as our quarterback that week. Yeah, there were a lot of things that went wrong with that game from a Niner perspective, which for you it's a win-win, right? Like if, I always laugh, like when the Niners and Cowboys play, it's theoretically it's a win-win. Usually, look, I, I'm sorry, and I'm one of those guys who seriously, I don't care if a player gets injured on the other team. I, I, I really don't. As long as it's not a permanent thing, if they get right. hurt for a game or two and it's not like career-threatening or out for the season, I'm sorry, I, I don't care. Maybe I'm just bitter as hell because I'm a Browns fan. Because it always happens to us, like you saw the injury to Nick Chubb. But yeah, it was I did not like seeing like CMC get hurt or Debo going out so early, especially yeah. what I didn't like about the CMC injury was I didn't think he should have went back in. Yeah, but Bra- Christian McCaffrey is one of those players who wants to play and will go back and it doesn't want to let injuries railroad right. him. I mean, he's had a history of injuries playing for um carolina so for him i understand why he came in and yep. but but he realized after that that okay yeah i don't think i can push through this and he stayed out the rest of the game um instead i looked at it this way they were at that time the 49ers were five and oh losing him losing that game i mean yeah i'm not even saying it from a browns bias losing that game in the big scheme of things is not a big deal compared to losing him for an extent, extended period of time taking him out sure. putting him out as a precaution I thought was the right thing to do. Yeah. I, I can, obviously he goes out, he goes in for one play, comes back in and then he comes back out again. You can see he was grimacing. Yeah. So, yeah. But yeah. But yeah. So but that, that, but that was my point, right? Like fan bases that follow yeah. teams and some just gravitate further than you know, have the following. So that was like back to the warriors when we were talking about salary caps and things along those lines. It's, the fact is, is yeah. that, you the value you get even when you overspend, whether it's cap or whatnot, to make yourself competitive is the you know hopeful yeah. recognition and growth that you'll get out there within the market, within the other cities and so forth. And that's why the NFL has been pushing so hard to go to Europe. They have what three games in London? They have one coming up in Germany, so they're putting a lot of effort into international play. Um, so we'll see how that goes. But I mean, that's that's an interesting concept. What do you think about that though, I mean, because. I almost look at it like them forcing Thursday night football on. I mean, I think if they did the schedule better, where like a team can only do Thursday night after a bye week, because when you hear players talk about playing a, a game on Thursday after playing one on Sunday, they all talk about how their bodies are, aren't still 100% ready after the previous game. And then when you look at the travel, right. I mean, should West Coast teams travel to Europe? Right, because I mean, you know, you're adding on five hours to travel, and what it does to their bodies, or like, should they only do it like after a buy or before a buy or something like that, where you get a little bit? Because I mean, unlike other sports, I mean, everybody always says with with the NFL that how long it takes them to recover from from a game, like you know, like the next day, it's like they they were in a car accident, right? So yeah, I don't think I don't it's know. worse as you get older too. I know yeah. that. I play soccer on Fridays sometimes um, when work, you know, permits and I can get away for an hour for lunch. Yeah. And uh, when it does happen the next day, I'm like, I'm hurt. And, yeah. And uh, and so, yeah, to your point, but I agree. And so far, I don't think any West Coast teams have traveled to London. So. so 
So they may they are trying to keep it, but eventually that could change. And yeah. you're right, Thursday football is just a money grab. There's no reason for it from a Sunday to Thursday is a joke. And Again, if they set it up differently, then yeah, I can I can back it, but I don't I mean player safety, they always talk about it, but that clearly is a money grab, not about player safety. I think it's player yeah. safety only matters to a certain point. It does. Yeah. As long as it doesn't impact their money. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I care. It's just like uh grass fields. The NFLPA is pushing hard to make sure every stadium has a grass field because too many times artificial turf can cause more injuries. Now, I haven't looked at the stats recently to see, in general, where do most injuries happen? Do they happen more on turf? Like, is it 50-50? Is it, like, 70-30? Because if there's data that shows that, and uh, and we'll have to check for that. I'll have to get my crack crew yeah, of myself like to look into that at some point. Um, crack crew of us. Yeah, yeah crack crew of two. Um, but, yeah, we'll need to... But the point is, is like if that shows that that's the case, and there've been a lot of injuries like ACLs and whatnot, MCLs and so forth that can be impacted by that, then they should do it. But the NFL won't do it because it costs them for the stadiums that don't have grass indoor. Although the Raiders Stadium in Las Vegas, Arizona, and they both do that, don't they? Where they put the field out? Yeah, they pull it out and put it back in, so it can be done. Um, It's just some of the older dome stadiums, like Superdome. Yeah. I don't know how they would support that. Um, I mean, it's the the big issue is light, and I'm not saying that it. it think about it. We have greenhouses. If they're just worried about right. light, they could just have a portable system. I would think. It's true. I, mean, I don't it's want to oversimplify it. I, I mean, neither one of us are you know horticulturalists or whatever. But if they can grow, people can grow pot in the basement easily. You know, back you know just with shit that they got from Home Depot. Yep. I think that the NFL with their resources can do the same thing. Yep. Yeah. Agreed. You're right. It's it's an added expense. Yeah. It's just but, a cost. But they get billions of dollars from networks. They yeah. can cover the million dollars or so for like eight million dollars for eight weeks, basically, yeah. to keep the grass alive. So, well, think about yeah. it. You have you play at minimum. You know, not counting playoffs, right? Eight to nine games a year on right. that team. Well, what happens if you know Aaron Rodgers? you know, hurt himself because you had that. How much did you just risk in revenue? Because right. if he's out, like, look, Browns fans are diehard. I mean, we are. What we did, like, especially the ones in Cleveland um, back in, you know, 96, finding the NFL to make sure that we we maintained history and colors, shut up, and got the expansion. Just shut up. Wait, 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 what did you say? You got an expansion team. So yeah. it's not the original Browns. That goes back to my point. It's not the original Browns. It's they an expansion move. team. Dude, it doesn't matter. It's an expansion team. Your real team is in Baltimore where they won two Super Bowls under your so former anyway, owner, but, Art Modell. Anyway, moving the thing on. Is, even regardless of how much the fan base is, the honest with this, they, we do get tired of losing. It's The only yeah. other teams that can really um, – like, there aren't that many fan bases that you know can only talk, like the Lions fans. Like, you know, they're the NFC version of the Browns or we're the AFC version of, of the Lions. But there is a point where it becomes, uh, what's that, like fatigue, where I think a lot of play, uh, people don't want to go. To, look, I went to the 49er game when the 49ers destroyed the Browns in in 2019. Mm-hmm. That was just a horrible experience. And, like, think about if you're a season ticket fan holder and you just know that's going to happen. And it doesn't happen once in a while. It happens week in and week out. You know, at least at home, I could look. 
my wife loves sometimes watching when the Browns play because I end up doing a lot of housework. I get nervous energy and I just want to do something. But sitting in the stadium when that's happening, it, it sucks. And so I think there's a lot of that fatigue that happens with, with some of those. So having like a good player like, you know, the Jets season go down because of Aaron Rodgers or, you know, the possibility of them, you know, they, they were Super Bowl, you know, in the Super Bowl discussion, but all of a sudden he goes down and now, you know, how much money have they lost because of his injury, you know, with, with, you know, just everything. Yeah. So you do risk a lot by not having that for your own team. And they're on that every week or almost every week, you know, half the season. Right. Right. No, I agree. And, um, and I know we kind of, and you'll find this with old people like ourselves at this point, we go on tangents that kind of escape from what the original question was, <laughs> which was the NBA. We somehow dovetailed into the yeah, NFL. Yeah. So, uh, Very true. yeah, but, to, but I, mean, I can even say like with, with Cavaliers, right? It's like, you know, they did. We got a title there. That was good. You got a title. Yeah. But the thing is, we did travel well for a while. But as soon as, they, you know, LeBron left. Well, yeah, you lose a main. You lose a name LeBron, like that. Yeah. yeah. That never works well. Um, but speaking of basketball, because we'll come okay. back to it. Okay. Just, you know, next week starts the season. The season yeah. starts on Tuesday night, I believe it is. Um, I can't remember the matchups just off the top of my head. Yeah, I agree with yeah, a little bit more. But the point is, the basketball season's coming up, and I just watched last night. You had the Warriors against the Spurs in a funny game where Steph Curry does the jump ball against the rookie from France, Wimbayama. Who's a footballer? So, seven foot four guy against a six foot two guy because Curry's yeah. only six two. Six three. I think it is. I think he's six three. But either way, so a foot taller to your point. Half an inch, just like you. And I found it humorous because if you watch the clip, and you can go on ESPN or others, no show it. But I find it humorous because as he's lining up, he's like getting really jumping. You know, Steph's like really putting into it. Like he knows he's not going to win it, but he really like wants to show that he's going to really jump. And and right behind him, you can see um, Andrew Wiggins just kind of smirking, knowing full well he's not going to win. It's just laughing because they're doing this. I mean, it's a preseason game, so it doesn't matter. But um, but yeah, the the season starting this week. You know, my opinion of like who are the best teams that right off the top of my head that I think from um, the Western Conference. I mean, obviously Denver because of the champions. Yeah. I'll put them up at the top. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the next two to three, and I'm not going to go top eight or anything. Just my personal four would be uh, Denver. It's going to be the Warriors. I think the Warriors are going to do better than people expect with Chris Paul, which is shocking because I've been watching them and I think they're doing a little bit better on that. Um, I also think that you're going to see the Lakers compete as long as LeBron and AD stay healthy. If they stay healthy, then they're definitely one of those top teams. And then Phoenix. Phoenix, you can't miss because I am curious to see how this team's going to do. They did solve a bit for their bench yeah, um, because that was their weakness last year. And they they traded for Bradley Beal, which was nice. And then for the um, Eastern Conference, I mean, my top four, of course, going to be the Celtics, which I always hate to say, but it's the Celtics anyway. It's what uh, it is. It is exactly. It is what yeah. it is. <laughs> Celtics, obviously, Milwaukee is the top because of the fact yeah. that they had Dame Lillard in there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Giannis. Yeah. So Giannis. Yeah, Giannis and Lillard. But we'll have to see how that pans out over time um, because Giannis yeah. tends to get hurt a little bit, not for a full season like an AD, but he gets that takes, yeah, he gets. I mean, he's an aggressive guy. He goes hard, so he's going to get some bumps and bruises along the way. But he'll always get out there and play. 
Yeah. And same with Lola. It's the same way. So it should be interesting there. And then the last two, I mean, does it really matter? I guess it's kind of a toss-up. You can throw Philly in there just because Philly's name gets thrown out there. Um, I mean, Cleveland actually doesn't have a bad team. I just don't know if they're yeah. top four. And uh, it's really just my, Donovan Mitchell is, is was a big. Yeah, they, they were they were playing close to playoff basketball before he came on, but I think Donovan it'll see how they kind of mature with a full off season with him. Yeah, you know, about Agreed. how they mature. So we'll see. I think they're a playoff team, but just how deep they can go, I don't. We'll have to wait and see. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, those are really the three. I mean, the fourth one. You can mix and match. The Knicks could potentially be decent um, and be in the top four. It's hard. Once you get past those top two to three, it, I feel like it drops a bit more on Miami. Miami, I, I feel like, again, is probably a six or seven, maybe an eight seed again like they were last yeah. year. Like, yeah. They're a team that gets on runs. It's a major drop. Yeah. 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 I, I agree with you on that one. I think there's a major drop after you go past the top three. Yeah, I also agree. I I don't think that they're. I don't like when people do like power rankings preseason. No, it's always funny. It's funny. Even the regular season rankings are funny when ESPN does this week's NFL rankings are the Niners who were five and zero or whatever beat the Cowboys. They were number one. Then they barely lose the Browns in a game they had a chance to win with a field goal and the guy just missed it. Um, and they suddenly drop, and suddenly it's now like Detroit's just as good as them. Are they though? I mean. I love the story with Detroit, but so are they, but, but uh, you know, it's like, I don't know. They, I always look at it kind of like what you just did. I had to look at it in tiers. And I think that's how I always look at it. It's like, you know, there's, there's those tier one teams, like the ones that are Super Bowl contenders or are like legitimate, like can be there and, right. and win. Um, and then there's like the second tier who are the, you know, the playoff teams and then the ones that are in cusp and then the, there are, of course, the teams that just don't have a fucking chance. Yeah. You know, and there's a lot of those. But, yeah, I, I always look at them more in tears. And I think, you know, that you're the same way. It's like saying one's better than the other week after week. It's like I think a lot of times it's just for them to have that controversy because they drop it. What are you going to do? Like, they're, everybody, all 49er fans are going to comment. Or right. they're going to think that Detroit should have moved up higher or – well, look, this t- my team won, and they should have moved up to three spots. You know, only moved up two spots, and I think they should have moved up four spots. Yep. I think a lot of that is really just to get reaction from a fan base. Oh, totally agree. Yeah, yeah. none of it makes sense. Yeah. And it, it's just like when the Warriors went against the Celtics. The ESPN power index or whatever stat they love to throw around gave the Warriors 20% chance to beat the Celtics in the best of seven series. And, of course, the Warriors went on and won that. Yeah. And so people are like, what the hell are you using for your data? It's like, it, to your point, it's purely just a way to stimulate people to get, to make comments. Like I could come out right now and just say, okay, the greatest uh, basketball player of all time isn't Michael Jordan. It's actually Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. What? And, or it's, you know, and I can just throw man things. I can say my top five players of all you time. Choose. You're going to pick and choose the stats that, yeah. that- Exactly. Exactly. You. You're not objective. You're being. You have a bias. Well, yeah, I definitely have a bias. That is true. Well, I know, I know. but I but just. Meant- I agree with you. It's 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 very subjective to what you base your mm-hmm. guidelines off of. Like, what what yeah. is the points you consider most important? Like greatest. And again, we can get into a greatest of all time in some other episode where yeah. we can talk through that. But yeah. Um, but out of curiosity, 
getting close to wrapping up the show here. I want to get it's the beginning of the basketball season. Neither one of them has a clue who's really going to win. But right now, tell me who you think is going to get in the finals for each Western and the uh, Eastern sure. Conference. And who's going to win? Go. I think it's easy to say Denver still, um, just for obvious reasons. Um, I just don't have a lot of faith on the Western side in either the Warriors or Lakers. It just, I think for both of them, a lot of things have to go right for them to be able to get there. Like mm -hmm. you said, I mean, look, I have a love-hate relationship with LeBron, which should that can be another show in itself, where there's no denying what type of athlete he is. The fact that he's able to even perform at a, even in, just as a starter as a 40 in the NBA, right? On a playoff team, a, a starter is amazing. And still being at the level that he plays at. But it's just, again, AD gets hurt. And again, he, at his age, he can get hurt at any time. And it can, he's never had a serious injury his whole career. Never one where like he was out, you know, the season any type thing, you know? So, it, 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 he's had nagging injuries or the ones that kept him out or limited. There have been a few that have kept him out for months. Yeah, but I'm just saying nothing, not, not a serious injury. And, you know, you're talking, you know, what, is this year 22 for him? That's, oh, oh you're talking about LeBron. I was talking about, LeBron. yeah. Yeah, LeBron. Oh, yeah. LeBron, yeah, this is year 21, 22, somewhere around there. Yeah. God, I, I just, can't remember. I mean, yeah. Like I said, I think with the Lakers and the Warriors, I mean, just with a lot, there's just so many question marks with them. Where, not saying they can't, but it's just. What about Phoenix, though? I think Phoenix is is the other team. I think it's really for me between Denver and Phoenix, on the West. For me, I, I think Denver for the obvious reasons. I don't. I hate the default. Oh, they were champions, so they should be favored this year. I don't think that's always the case. I think that's a. A lazy argument to have. I mean, it, it's yeah. there for obvious reasons. I'm not saying no, but if they don't, they didn't have really any major turnover. Um, Jokic is still in his prime, so there's no reason for them not to be a top contender. Phoenix yeah. again is a major change. You know, to, what about to, your Eastern team? What do you got there? I don't know. I guess Celtics. I don't I mean really... that's a that's a good default, just but they also tend to blow it throughout the playoffs. I mean, I can see like Miami is one of those teams that you just I I I, I guess I'm going back to them because I just I don't know, but I guess it's just Celtics are the only team that I re really feel like has the best chance. I think again, like some of those other teams, just the the East is kind of falling back into that thing where they just have one or two dominant teams, and the rest are. Well, we'll see what happens as the year progresses. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, I, I don't – I. it's funny because only like two or three years ago, like there was this whole – the West is so dominant there's nobody in the East. But I don't know. It just seems like for NBA this year, there's still a lot of question marks about Yeah, them. I agree. And of course, you know, we'll see what happens with the Spurs. I mean, um, don't know how they're going to progress. Yeah. That's true. For them, just even getting the playoffs as an AT would be a win for the season. Yeah. But then again, um, yeah, Popovich and yeah, we'll see what he can do. Yeah, well, he's got that tall kid, Wembayama. So we'll see. He how kind it of goes. does well when he has when he has big rookies come in. That is he has, true. Uh, he has a history of that. That's true. Um, so for me, real quick, mine are from the East. I'm gonna go with Milwaukee. I do like the makeup of Milwaukee. I think if Dame stays healthy with Giannis. I don't think the Celtics are going to be able to stop them because the Celtics are still struggling. Although 
the Celtics did pick up Porzingis to add a little more height yeah. and he can shoot. Um, but he's kind of an up and down type guy. Um, and they're always good defensive minded. So that helps. So that's where it can get tough for Milwaukee. And then for the West more, I mean, if I try to take a more logical approach, I mean, my initial with that is it's going to be the Lakers, but, um, trying to keep it more practical to what's there. I don't think Denver will get back. I really don't. I think they had a good run last year, yeah. but I don't think they'll get there. I think it's possibly going to be Phoenix who gets there, um, barring they stay healthy. Yeah. Um, and they'll lose it because that's just what happens. And Or I could see, I, I honestly could see the Warriors prize people, although they are, they do need a little bit more height. I think they have to get a little bit taller they were that's what they were exposed to last season was the lack of height yeah. without that height they couldn't keep up and they need that to compete in the playoffs now everyone else would still do a great job but if they don't have that seven footer to at least come in consistently right. and produce then they're going to struggle so one thing we haven't talked about what do you think about dallas you mean as far as the cowboys and the reality of if they're actually a competitive football team so I'll leave it on oh, this. Well, I'll, make my la- I'll leave our last comments on this one in particular. I was talking about the Mavericks, but okay. Oh. <laughs> the Cowboys. So Mavericks, no. Mavericks okay, are like a five I or six seed. Well done. It's fair. I went to a dark place really fast because there's no way the Cowboys are ever going to make a Super Bowl as long as Jerry Jones continues to GM that team. It is what it is. Like they have not won anything since Jimmy Johnson left after building the team for Jerry Jones, and yeah. they aged out. When they aged out, that's why they no longer won anything. So, but for the Mavericks, yeah, good question. Mavericks, I think they're like a six seed. I don't think they're going to do well. Kyrie and Luca just won't play well together. They're going to try. Not that they're like against each other. I just don't think they meld well together. So I don't think it'll go well. So, I think I have a fear that um, Luca's going to be wasted. On Dallas for for years, kind of almost like what happened with um, got him, uh, Dirk, you know, where yeah. he got one title. Not saying that you know he also had a stretch where you know he had to worry about you know Kobe and LeBron on those teams. So it's not like you know he didn't have. Yeah, he had a hard path to get through. It's the he same thing for Luca. They... I think it's the same thing. I think that yeah. they're just not going to build the right team around him. Like, I mean, I have love for Kyrie for what he did for Cleveland, but he's he's a role player. I mean, he he needs to have. The team around him, you know, right. it's not it's not the other way around. You're never going to build a team around him. Um, but yeah, I think that they, I, I, when they said that they were trading for him, I was like, that's just, I didn't get that. I didn't understand that. Yeah, but I they, agree. I agree. It, it didn't make a lot of sense. I mean, I understand they blew it when they let, um, oh my goodness, uh, the Knicks point guard go. Oh yeah. Like, Play with Dallas, who's I for so oh um uh guy. Well, we're old, by the way. Yeah, so yeah. yeah. So we're that's another thing you'll find out. That we, we, we're gonna coming back. It. These things gets tough. So I need to have a it's crack names. staff. Yeah, which, it's names. We're, we're gonna forget. I, I yeah. forget names all the time. It's just I'm old. Yeah. So we're gonna need our crack staff, which again will have to be us yeah. to figure yeah. this stuff out. Um, yeah. 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 Exactly. <laughs> Cool. Well, I hope everybody enjoyed our little conversation today. It's our first show. We yeah, just yeah. want to give you a little bit more feedback on who we are and kind of, like we said, over the next, 
you know, over the lifetime of the show, ideally what we'll be doing is focusing, you know, on whether it's current events or just doing comparisons because we're Gen X people. So we tend to just sit it, and actually whether you're Gen X or not, the point is you reach a certain age, you start to have a different perspective. And so I think a lot of what our conversations will be that we hope people enjoy is just those perspectives from a comparison period of time to today, maybe even future thought, like where can we even be better? So, um, so check us out each week uh, again, subscribe, like the show. And uh, we look forward to continuing to provide some either helpful insight or just humor, however you want to look at it. And if you hate us, just keep it to yourself. We don't really care. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you can comment, but I mean, we'll forget anyway. So it's fine. Yeah. It's just what it is. I think also part of like this whole thing for us is, you know, it's a way for us to actually have conversations that we don't usually have. Yeah. You know, he lives in a different area. Obviously, we're not in the same location. But it's also because he moved out of the area. So so, so I think for us, just a way for us to, to stay in touch. Yeah. So, so hopefully people can relate. If you like it, then great. If not, then yeah. <laughs> okay. They got yeah. it. They got it. All right. Anyway, once again, thanks everybody for joining. And uh, yeah. check us out in the next episode.